Welcome to the Scale and Skyrocket Your Business Podcast with me, your host, Law Bradley. So if you're looking for super smart ways to scale your business and build a business that serves you and not the other way around, then stay with me as every week I'll be sharing my simple time smart strategies on how you can scale your business by working smarter and not harder. So today I'm going to talk about one of those plateaus that hits almost all entrepreneurs when they're scaling their business and that's the revenue growth plateau. And it's often the case when you reach multi-six figures that you'll hit a plateau and it's usually this one where you'll have a proven offering, you're getting rave reviews from clients, you're growing your teams, but you start to see over time that your income or your profitability is not increasing. And when you see this happening in your business, it's so easy to fall into a panic or a hustle mindset to try and find solutions to your lack of growth. So if you're already seeing a consistent income from a proven offering, but little growth on your revenue month on month, or you're looking for ways to steadily increase your revenue growth, then stick with me as I've got some great tips which may help you to break through that frustrating income plateau. Okay, so let's get started. Started. And I'm just going to say before we get started that if you're looking for a fast cash injection into your business, then the revenue growth strategies you need for that will be different to what I'm going to talk about here. So if you want me to cover raising fast cash in another episode, then drop me a DM and let me know. So if that's you, then check out podcast episode number four, where I talk about the feast or famine income cycle in a lot more detail. Okay. So let's move on to the episode. So how does an income plateau stop you from scaling? Now, it's usually the case that when you start to climb that upward revenue curve, when you're scaling your business, that you'll reach a plateau point where your profitability and your revenue may start to tail off or start to decline. And this is completely normal. And it's happened to me many times. So you might find that you've hit that growth curve and invested heavily in new team members or new systems. And then you're suddenly in that scenario where you're feeling like you're walking really fast on a treadmill, but you're not actually moving any further forward and not seeing any new uplift in your profitability. So week on week, things tend to stay pretty much the same in your business and in how it operates. And what you'll find is you'll naturally start to make yourself busier. You might start hiring even more people and looking for solutions to break through that plateau. And I often see entrepreneurs start tinkering about all over the shop, which can create more problems in your business. And it's extremely frustrating when this starts to happen and your uh, profitability and your income growth starts to tail off. So you're becoming more stressed about the lack of forward momentum and you start to get more involved in the daily grind of your business. And it's a slippery slope. So you need to be mindful of spotting this type of plateau. And one thing to remember before I carry on, scaling before you're ready means you're going to scale any existing problems in your business. So 
if you hit this feeling of inertia in your revenue growth, and if you don't put a clear strategy in place to break through it, then you do risk staying exactly where you are. But I know that you're smarter than that, and you're listening in today because you want to grow your business and not keep it where it is. So let's talk about some common scenarios that can cause an income plateau. And there are a few common scenarios in your business model or in how you operate your business, which can increase the likelihood of hitting an income plateau. So I'm just going to cover off uh, some of those briefly now, and you might recognize yourself in one or two of these. So if you're a service provider or working in a coaching or a consulting capacity, then your business model might mean you're currently trading time for money or hitting your capacity to serve new clients. So you might be feeling constrained by the systems or the workflows that you have in place. So increasing your growth in relation to increasing your expenses could be holding you back from achieving that income growth. And one of the things that springs to my mind here as an example is the tipping point from moving from a fixed cost per month into an enterprise package deal with a course platform provider. Now, the costs increase at enterprise level, and I see many business owners avoid up-leveling to avoid additional platform charges. So you've guessed it, by not up-leveling, they stay exactly where they are, and that impacts their revenue growth. Also, inefficiencies in your workflow are a symptom that can keep you stuck in an income plateau. And your mindset can also keep you stuck. And and one of the things that I see quite often is holding on to a fear of actually reaching the success you really want. And that can cause you to sit in your comfort zone. And lastly, feeling as though you've reached a market saturation point is another sneaky blocker that can hold you back and keep you stuck where you are. And and there are many things that you can do to break through all of these symptoms of hitting an income plateau. So let's talk about what you can do to move through it. So I'm going to share my favorite strategies with you now. So, okay, are you ready? Here's what to do. So strategy number one, I think the most important thing is to find out what's happening in your business as of right now. And when I work with clients who are experiencing problems in their business, the first thing that we always do together is get a handle on where they're actually at. And we start to build a story together. And one of the best ways to build a story about what's happening in your business, especially when you've hit a revenue plateau and why you've hit it, are your performance metrics. Now, metrics can tell you a wonderful story about your business. And ultimately, it's going to inform your choice of the best strategy to take to turn around the lack of revenue growth that you're seeing. And by pinpointing what's happening in your business and why, it's going to help you to laser your focus on the root causes and address them much faster. And you should be looking to reduce weak spots in your business, which might cause you to hit an income plateau. So you really don't want to be applying broad brush strategies when it's much smarter to pinpoint the issues and then to go deep into the root causes of your slow growth. So an obvious metric for us to talk about as an example is a lifetime value or LTV. Now, a good client 
is one who's going to add even more value to your business over a period of time through what they invest in your business and the referral clients that they're going to bring with them along the journey. And most of you will already know, I'm sure, that focusing on your current clients is one of the most cost-effective ways to increase your revenue growth over time. And LTV is a brilliant metric because it tells a great story of what's happening with your clients at any moment in time. So if you're seeing a static or a declining lifetime client value, and that will stunt your revenue growth over time, then that will build a picture of further work that you might need to do to love your clients and increase their loyalty to your brand. And when you strengthen uh, the brand loyalty, you will naturally start to increase your revenue growth. Now, I have a free performance metrics calculator on my website, which will help you to build a picture of what's happening in your business. So I'm going to leave a link to that down in the show notes. Now, the calculator will do all of the number crunching for you. You don't have to worry about that. It's super easy to use. And I have provided lots of things that you can do to improve your performance ratings in your business for each metric. So go and get yourself a copy of that. Okay, let's move on. So you also need to stay on top of the marketplace trends. Now, the larger corporates that I consult for make it a part of their regular forward planning to take time to understand the market predictions for the future within their specific niche and to listen to what the thought leaders are predicting will happen within their marketplace. So also shifts in uh, technology are going to have an impact on how you serve your clients. So to make sure that you're safeguarding against slow revenue growth, you need to be on top of what's changing in the world around you. And innovate and evolve for your clients. Now, a lack of forward thinking and innovation really is a killer of so many great businesses. And if you're also stagnating in your marketplace by not thinking beyond the curve, then it's going to stop you from growing your revenue. So a prime example of this is the concept of the metaverse. And this has to be probably one of the biggest technological shifts in the last five years. So think about how would the metaverse impact your business and how would the metaverse bring new opportunities for innovating new ideas or refreshing your current offerings? So if you're a course creator, for example, how can you bring exciting new dimensions of virtual learning from the metaverse into your offerings. So if you're feeling stuck on how to get started on researching your marketplace trends, then just start by googling future trends for and then insert your marketplace or search for online course trends for 2022, for example, if you're a course provider. And then do this research every quarter at least. Take lots of notes and look for where you can make some quick wins in your business right now, because innovation is going to help you to push through a revenue ceiling. Okay, so the next few tips are quick wins that you can do in the short term to break through an income plateau. So we'll cover these ones off next. And the first one is uh, number three, and that's to remove the friction from 
processing payments. So poorly planned payment processing can cause no end of cash flow issues. And if you're too restrictive on your payment options, then you can reduce your chances of making a sale. And you've guessed it, you're going to slow down your revenue growth. And I'm always amazed at how many entrepreneurs overlook making it easy for your potential clients to pay. So some of the things that can trip you up with payment processing are having a confusing sales page. So the client doesn't actually make the payment uh, or a clunky sales car and a checkout process. So that might be one that's buggy, has too many hoops for your client to jump through. So just keep your payment processor simple and efficient. So also having too few ways to pay. So, for example, offer the ability to pay by card as well as uh, PayPal or Stripe. And then the next one is not having any form of currency conversion on your checkout or having hidden charges or perhaps not declaring sales taxes before the client starts to check out. And lastly, think about putting in place payment plans, uh, milestone payments, try before you buy and so on. And and what you're aiming to do here is to make it super simple for your clients to pay you. So the simpler and more flexible it is for your client to pay you, the easier it's going to be to unlock further revenue growth as you scale your business. All right, so let's move on. And we're going to talk about the next strategy, and that's to refresh and raise your prices. Okay, so this is an easy one, really. So when did you last review your prices? And if you haven't done that in a while, then take an afternoon out and review your current approach to pricing and your pricing strategy. Now, one of the easiest ways to break free of an income plateau is to go back to the drawing board with your pricing. And many entrepreneurs will Get to multi-six figures by using what I like to call a features and facts approach to their offering. So that's where an offering is solely based on its factual features. But what really sells and what really catches a client's attention is the benefits and how their lives will be transformed by your offering. And this is so often missed. So think about how you're presenting your offering. So are you selling features Or are you selling the transformational benefits to your clients? So next, take a look at your strategy for pricing that transformation for your client. Now, I'm not going to really dive into pricing too much here, but popular pricing strategies are cost plus pricing. So with this method, you work out all of your costs involved and then you add in a percentage for the amount of profit that you want to achieve. So that's the plus. Uh, Next, there's value-based pricing. So taking a value-based pricing approach means that you're being clear on the value of what you're offering. You're helping your clients see which offering will transform their lives or, or best fits their needs. And what you're aiming for is to strike a balance between what you have to offer and what your customer really wants. So don't forget, we as customers, we tend to lean into buying what we want and not necessarily what we need. Okay, and the next one is competitor-based pricing. So in this pricing approach, you take time to research your competitors, uh, what's happening in your marketplace, and then you set your pricing accordingly. 
And lastly, service-based pricing. So when you're charging for your services, such as coaching, you'll basically have a couple of options. Uh, so that's to set a time-based rate or to set a per project or a per engagement rate. And once you've repositioned your offering to sell its transformational value, and then you've set the most suitable pricing strategy for your offering, you're going to be more confident that you'll be one step closer to breaking through that income plateau. All right, so let's move on to the next one. And that's strategy number five, working on your money mindset. So mindsets are sneaky and often your money mindset can get in the way of revenue growth and it can keep you stuck. So you need to keep working on understanding your money story. So identify the blockers that are keeping you stuck and then work out how you're going to reframe those blockers and how you're going to move past them. And in podcast episode number 22, Money Mindset Coach Eloise Burton talks about how you can recognize a money mindset block. So if you're experiencing slow revenue growth, then it may be time to just check in and see if your money story is holding you back from growing your revenue. Now, working on my own money mindset blocks has been completely life changing for me. So I highly recommend you check out any of Eloise's episodes on the Scale and Skyrocket podcast. Okay, so let's move on. All right, so let's talk about strategy number six reevaluating your offerings. And this one is very powerful. Uh, so if you reimagine your offerings to either provide even more value than they do today, or to perhaps take a different approach with your offerings to reach out to a wider audience or a new demographic of people. And a great example of this is I work with clients who serve women, but when we talk about who they could actually serve in practice, it um, is usually the case that their offerings are not positioned to be inclusive of, or they're not speaking to other communities such as trans women, to non-binary people. And they hadn't considered the opportunities of working with these demographics of people in their messaging. So they're missing a huge opportunity here to uh, break through their income plateau. So another example is their offerings are actually more suitable for everyone on the basis that they share a common set of personal values. So it's not just about serving women when in fact the reality is uh, they want to include a wider group of people but hadn't really thought that through. So do you see what I'm saying here? By opening up your offering to a new demographic of people, you can increase your revenue. So if you've hit a plateau in your income, then I would say go back to basics, review your ideal paying client and look at how you can augment this to be more inclusive of more people who would really benefit from working with you. So don't forget that by focusing on values that you share with your potential clients, it can be a great way of breaking through a revenue plateau. So I used to serve women and I hadn't given it any more thought than that. But after doing a few months of some pretty deep work, I realized that biological sex didn't actually matter to me. And I realized that I'd happily serve cis women, trans women, cis men, 
trans men, non-binary people, and basically any gender identity. Because at the end of the day, what really matters to me is anyone that I work with has a shared set of intersectional values around creating a more equitable and inclusive world. All right, so let's move on and talk about uh, strategy number seven. So it might actually be time to refresh your brand. So over time, your mission and your values will change. So a lack of growth uh, may also mean that you've outgrown your brand. And, and also, if you've broadened the demographic of who you serve, so just thinking back to my previous tip, or even broadened geographically, then you will need to refresh your brand to reach these new people. Or if you're expanding into new cultures and new geographical territories, make sure that your brand and your language is going to resonate and speak to them. So by reimagining your brand to reach new people, you're also going to be able to use that to break through an income plateau. So if you think you might need to refresh your brand, then drop me a DM and I can put you in touch with a trusted strategic brand designer. Okay, so strategy number eight, let's talk about uplifting your revenue at the point of sale. And I really love this strategy because it's so easy to implement. So develop complementary offerings to upsell, cross-sell or downsell to your clients at the time of purchase by building additional relevant offers into your buying process so that you easily add to your revenue without adding any additional marketing costs. And if you get your timing right, you can easily add income by upselling or cross-selling to people who are already buying from you. Now, this is going to boost your revenue per sale and it will save marketing costs because you're making these additional offers at the point of sale. And these can be opportunities for your clients, uh, for example, to take a deeper dive into what you're already offering as part of an upsell or perhaps offer something that clients often purchase at the same time as the offering that you're selling. All right, so let's move on to the next one. And that's building a slick operating model. And if you want to increase your revenue growth, you've got to be sure that you're starting from a place of having a super slick operating model with a slickly defined workflow. Now, I would highly recommend taking the time out to audit your operational systems and workflows and close any gaps that you have in your systems, uh, identify your time drains and where you're applying your effort um, and think about where those areas can be simplified or automated. And what you're doing here as part of this audit is looking to reduce overheads, so be it in time, uh, in effort or expenses, as reducing your expenses or the cost to deliver your offering to each client will ultimately unlock further profitability and revenue growth for you to serve a greater volume of clients uh, or sales. So make sure that you're also, in addition to this, hiring team members who are motivated by your business values and also motivated to join you in selling the transformational value of your offerings. So getting your team behind your brand values and the value of what you offer is not just great for them, but it's going to improve your profitability in the longer term. 
And lastly, in your role as leader of your business, part of creating a super slick operating model in your business is to free yourself from being so hands-on in the minutiae of the day-to-day business and to give yourself time to think strategically and to give yourself time to work on your business and also time to innovate for your business's future. All right, so I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. So if you've hit an income plateau and you'd like to work with me to move past that and to scale your business, then drop me a DM or check out my website for ways that we can work together. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review if you've enjoyed this episode. So have a great day and I'll see you soon. Take care.